so hey uh we're in, i just wanted to chat for you for a second i i just realized like i usually most people that i interview i kind of know some things about but i don't know that much about you um uh -oh. the only thing i know for the most part is that you're friends with the reeds your friend with your friends with sherwood um you had a dinner that one day at the SRC, I think it was, and I kind of sure it was like, you know, talk to Jack. And then, you know, I started kind of learning more about you there. It's, you, you seem like you really know a lot of people in the roofing industry. Is that right? Yeah, I've been fairly lucky to uh, connect with some of the big dogs and then the big dogs introduce you to more big dogs. So I've been very good at networking and putting all the pieces and parts together. And, you know, once you get to know a few of them, it, it's just kind of a natural progression. So, yep. Yeah. And, and so like, I guess we'll just, we're recording already. So we'll just, let's just keep cool. going, man. Um, yeah, so, this, is out, this is starting to be really good. Um, nice. And uh, yeah. So like, I guess, um, you know, maybe tell us about how you kind of got into the roofing industry. Have you always been into, well, what's the name of your company and you know, what, what do you do exactly? I am the executive vice president uh, for Skipton claims management. This is our 28th year as public adjusting or one of the originals. Uh, to start, uh, my background came, I was a restoration contractor for around 20 years. Uh, I did roofing and dry downs, hurricanes, floods, tornadoes all around the country. And uh, it got to the point where I couldn't, uh, I got tired of State Farm and farmers and all the big boys running my business. So um, about five years ago, I decided to hell with this and I made the big switch over. And uh, ever since then, it's probably the best business decision I've ever made was getting the hell out of the uh, Roofing and construction side, restoration side, becoming a PA. It's been uh, it's been a blessing for my family, for my uh, my personality, my health, my good my my conscience, the whole nine yards. So it's been it's been great. So. And when you're doing uh, the restoration side, was it was it like kind of roofing primarily, or was it all kinds we of? We did everything. Water, mold, we, I was everything? a GC. Yeah, GC. we did roofing, yeah. floods. Uh, I had flooring, drywall crews, cabinetry. We were building, you know shopping malls that were you know, rebuilding from tornadoes and uh, just hurricane work, just everything across the board. And that's, that's a rough way to make a life, man. I'm not going to kid you. So um, what was it about it? That was really rough. Like, because you know, you've seen, you went to win the storm recently and you see yeah. all the contractors and it seems like everybody's having a great time and stuff, but like underneath the surface, there's a lot of stuff. Like, are you, are you talking about sort of the coordination of, of the materials, uh, working with the suppliers, all the subcontractors involved, the long well, hours, uh, the employees, the capital. All of it, man. You know, I, I, you know, I came, so I was a, um, I did, I was a preferred vendor for literally all the big carriers in the country. I was on proper connection. I was state farm premier. I was farmers, one of their leading restoration guys. So it got to the point where I had so much work coming in from all the different insurance companies. They actually controlled what I did. They controlled my pricing. They controlled my scope of work. They controlled where I bought my stuff. Um, that's, that's hard enough. And then put that on top of it when you're running four or 500 jobs at once all over the country and you're trying to get crews and guys and, um, you know, you're doing work from Baltimore, Maryland to Orlando, to Austin, to Sacramento, everywhere in between. It's, it's, it's a big, huge juggling act. And, uh, there's just, you know, part of the business is, is tough for all of us and, and especially the roofing industry. There's not enough great roofers doing natural work. I mean, getting the work's easy, right? The hard part performing, even on our end, uh, getting claims in is easy. The hard part is the grind of it all and finding guys who are there to grind the workout. Same thing for roofers. I mean, getting roofs signed up are great, but, they, you know, the guys laying down that TPO and, and doing the hot mopping and, and, you know, nailing down those shingles, that's the difficult part, finding quality people to do that. That's 
that's where all the um, the manpower issues always always been a huge problem in this industry. So, and the business reality is uh, yeah. Back in the restoration side, what, side, what kind of revenue are we talking about here? Like a yearly type thing. Well, I was doing 25, 35 million, you know, okay. all the time. Sometimes the 25 million would cost me 30 million, but I didn't know that till a year or two later when the, when the tax <laughs> records came out. But uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was, you know, the, the cool part, I would never be what I am now without going through all those struggles and heartaches and ups and downs. And, you know, one day we'd have a million dollars in the bank and the next day you'd have, you know, I'd be looking for SpaghettiOs to eat because it's, you're always out of, you're always spending, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have, you have a truckload of, you need a truckload of blowers and, and, uh, in in Houston, you go buy a truckload of blowers to get to Houston and then you, you deal with that later. So, mm-hmm. um, the, the cash flow was always a huge concern, but, uh, how bad did it get? A, did it, did it kind of make you drive you to the point of like divorce or like your family kind of breaking down or did it get that bad? Yeah. I mean, I, I was, yeah, it did actually, um, you know, being married to, I mean, number one, I'm a type A Gemini only child. So good luck with all that. Right add the restoration world into that. Um, you know, it was, it was, it was quite challenging for my family. Um, you know, at the end of the day though, we're all in a great place. Um, my kids are killing it in college. Uh, my son graduates in May. Uh, my daughter graduates a year from May. So we're all in a great place. I've been divorced for a while, but, uh, mm. that's been a blessing in disguise as well. That's all going very well. I've, I've moved on and, uh, in a great relationship now with someone, who understands the business I'm in and is very supportive of it. So, yeah. um, you know, life is, life is a big journey, man. Yeah. And some, some days suck, right? It's crazy. <laughs> uh, so then, yeah. um, okay. So then you did the restaurant. Was there a point where you were kind of like, you had a light bulb go off and you're like, you know what? I got to get out of this business. Cause transitioning from, from what you contracting to something else, anything I've, I've kind of like, I haven't necessarily made that, like I've made that a huge goal of mine to transition, but like um, the more I get into all this media stuff, the more it kind of definitely makes me think about it. And so, yeah. but like a lot of people that I know that I've interviewed have attempted to transition and the roofing business is just too sticky for you. You kind of did it right. What was the, what was yeah. the, well, I mean, the good news is, is I knew exactly mate. I know how our justice operate. Um, I get, I got the business. So all, all we did was take insurance claims in. So the process of being a PA and being a restoration contractor are very similar. Um, except I didn't know anything about the policy. I'm just going to call to go drive a freaking building. We didn't have to worry about all that stuff. Right. I, that's somebody took care of that on the other side. So, um, the transition, I probably had 70% of the business already knew the last 30% I learned as I went, um, uh, it was, it was, I wouldn't, I don't want to say it was easy. It's been a lot of work. Um, but my personality and my, my drive and my work ethic has come a long way. It, it's, it's a very good fit for what we do. Um, I mean, my phone blows up. It's 18 hours a day, man, which is great. Even um, these days. Yeah, it's been, it's nonstop. It's been, wow. I mean, I'm getting texts now like, Hey, can you look at a bowling alley in Mesa, Arizona? Um, okay. So phone, you, you travel, yeah, you travel around looking at, looking at different claims and whatnot. Yeah. So I have a team behind me. And so the bigger stuff I'll go in and, and, you know, deal with it myself, but I have, you know, groups of guys I, I've met and we have employed around the country that handle the days and days out, you know, activity of the, of the claims. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of moving parts, man. We're, I think last year we handled about 600 claims total, um, anywhere from 30,000 to tens of millions of dollars. So anywhere in between. 
And are so you are you just strictly PAing the claim, or do you also? Yeah. Uh, we met some people at Windstorm who do PA, and they actually are act as, as like supplementing company as well. Is that not really something that you do? No, we are strictly a public adjusting firm. That's all. That, you know, I'm a big guy about sticking your lane, man. Um, it gets a little hairy, a little sticky when you're doing stuff that you're not number one licensed to do, and number one, I'm I'm only good at one thing. Um, you know, I don't want to be. I, I can't spread myself too thin. I mean. It, being a PA, it's very rewarding. It's one hell of a great living if you do it right. So um, I'm all about sticking in my lane and keeping my head down. I'll let the guys who, I mean, there's some really great supplement companies out there. And I work with a lot of them when we first stopped back and forth. Mm. Um, I, I wouldn't touch that job with a 10 foot pole. I, I just, mm. it's just, it's, you know, the PA stuff is great. I love getting out and look at the big claims. And that's, that's kind of our, our, our area of expertise. Well, we're great at that. We're not great at supplementing. Um, mm -hmm. and I'm, I don't, I don't want to be a roofing contractor anymore. I don't want to be a restoration guy. We are strictly PAs, strictly. And, and when you skipped, uh, was skipped in, like, did you start that from scratch? No, actually I've known David, uh, the owner, um, for when well, we both started the industry a while ago together about in the early, in the late, late eighties, we both kind of started together in the industry. I've known David and his family, you know, forever. Uh, so, you know, we, we talked several years before I moved, I made the transition about what I, you know, about me coming over. And, you know, once again, when the, it was one of the, I just pulled the bandaid off, got divorced, started a new career and here we go. Right. Wow. So, wow. It was all within a few months of each other. So, uh, and once again, sometimes better jump in and, you know, just go. So it's, it's worked you, out great you, for everyone. You started as a, as a straight up public adjuster and you had yeah. enough knowledge to kind of like talk to some contractors, say, hey, I'm going to help you out. Yeah. We're going to get this. I signed a fire uh, my first day as a public adjuster. So, mm, okay. Yeah. And then from yeah. there, you've been growing the team or you've been growing, I, I guess it sounds like for the last, how long have you been in with Skipton? Uh, so I started my fifth year back in September of this. So about five and a half years. So, okay. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been a one hell of a ride and we're busy and it's, uh, you know, I've, I have a great team around me. That's the key. I mean, once again, what I do with bringing claims in is, is, is a piece of cake. The guy's, on the phone 15, 16 hours a day, uh, the ones, you know, drawing out sketches and, and, and getting the, the, the diagrams and, and, and writing the estimates. And that, those are the guys who are behind the scenes that really they make us shine. Those are the grinders, man. And is that kind of how you work it? You, you sort of have, you, you kind of are the contact person with the contractor. Yeah. You've got sort of the, call them the grinders in the background who are calling yeah. insurance companies, kind of figuring things out. And you're sort of like more of the, the face person, the point of contact. And, and so we, like, if I have a, a claim, uh, I'm guessing you're working on big claims, right? Like large loss type stuff. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I take every claim in myself and I, I talk to the, 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 the insured, I, I get them on contract. And my job is to basically put my team that I'll pick the team I want to have do the claim because everybody has strengths, weaknesses, sizes, uh, geography, it all comes into play. I'll assign the claim to those team members, uh, kind of make sure things flowing as well as it can. And then on the bigger ones, of course, I'm boots on the ground with the guys doing my thing. And uh, that's, you know, that's when the fun stuff hits, when you have these, you know, tornado or hurricane rolls in and we're at, you know, I got 20 guys out there. We're just ripping through stuff. That's when it's fun. So. Mm, wow. That's crazy, man. Um, yeah. So what are some big uh, storms you've worked in the last, I don't know, um, six months or so, just everything. Oh, God, like, Sally, uh, you name it. We were all of them. So. Okay. We had the retro about a year ago and it hit and, Hit in Iowa, and then the three large hurricanes right in a row in between a bunch of hailstorms. It's been absolute nuts. I mean, none of us have really stopped in a long time. So I feel like your business is a, uh, very underserved. It's an underserved market. Would you oh, agree? Man, 
Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, only um, I think the stat is anywhere between three and five percent of all the claims in the country either go to litigation or go to a public adjuster, mm -hmm. which means ninety-five percent of the claims are probably being underpaid and un under underrepresented, and that's what the insurance companies want, of course. So, um, but we're trying to do our share to to do the right thing for our for our for our people. You know, we're doing working hard and get these claims bought and paid for. So we started doing. The coolest thing I've done the last year or so is we started training other PAs. Okay. We've had five training, five training uh, sessions, four in Scottsdale, one in Tampa about a month ago uh, mm -hmm. with Merlin, uh, Chip Merlin and those guys. And we've trained over 120 public adjusters mm -hmm. and restoration guys just to kind of teach them how the hell we do it. I'm not saying, you know, we have the, we have the Bible or anything, but after 27 years, you know, we you training, training a lot of PAs besides your own PAs, like people in the industry yeah. to be, to be yeah. helpful. We are training our competitors, man. Um, okay. Because once again, dude, there is so much work out there for all of us. I never see our competitors on the ground. We're never chasing the same stuff. There's so and, much work. Uh, just out of curiosity, are you guys hiring right now? <laughs> yeah. You send your resume, bro. <laughs> um, so you, um, I'm assuming, I mean, all jokes aside, you are hiring, it sounds like, and there could be some contractors out there who are like, you know what? I love, yeah. I love his story. I can relate. Like, I kind of want to, I know claims left and right. I, I'd love to work with a company that I trust that, to do public adjusting. We, we can't get enough. Good, I could probably add 10 people today if, if we, it, I always look for the right fit. Hiring warm bodies isn't great. I need somebody that, yeah. Passion's a big thing. I, we can teach them all the crap behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. I need work ethic and passion and mm -hmm. want to make a difference. That's what this thing's all about. If you have those, mm -hmm. we can make it work, you know, because wow. this is a very, it's a, it's a, it's a hard business, man. It's not, uh Gosh, it seems really hard, man. I've worked, well, so we work yeah, with a public, uh, public firm here in, in, in Denver because okay. I, I own a roofing company here in town. It's a very yeah. small one. And so we, but we come across stuff, you know, and so, sure. we said, and, I, and I see what they go through, man. It, I mean, it is heartache after heartache working with the adjusters and then the reinspection, the inspection, the reinspection, the, the third, fourth reinspection. They yeah. want to go back and look at just one more thing, you know, and maybe they'll pay. The maybe they defend, man. They want to wear us out. That's what they do. So. It's a, yeah. dude, it's a lot of Red Bull. It's a lot, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of sleepless nights, but it's, it's well worth it. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. you know, what we, we do, you know, it's important stuff, what we all do, right. We're all fighting for the little guy out there, you know, yeah. every roofing contractor, every restoration guy, every PA, all the attorneys I know we're all, it's cool. Cause the last three or four years, the industry's really come together quite a bit. Um, we're not all at each other's throats. I mean, I, the other PAs, I mean, I talk to them all the time and we're, we're friends. We'll have dinner and beers together and just, and just talk. Cause once again, we never run into each other. There's so much work for all of us. Mm -hmm. um, we're not, we're not banging heads. We're actually trying to help each other do better because if the industry gets this much better across the board, that's a few billion dollars back in our pocket. Right. So yeah, um, we're, we're trying to do it right. And you know, we, we train like say, over a hundred of our competitors and uh, I'm cool with it. Um, it just, it's, well, I'm trying to bring the industry up to where it's, it's never been before. And there's a bunch of us doing that, and it, it's just a cool thing. Um, I, I love it, and the center, even the attorneys, man, um, they're they're starting to communicate and work together, and winning cases, and they're, they're teaching each other how they won. And once again, we're starting to make little dents as we go. It's it, it's really important that the industry's changed so much the last three or four years. So, and when the storm is a big part of that, right? Because we all met there and grew relationships out of that thing. So that's how we, that's how you and I met. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, when the storm's been been awesome, and yeah. I think that what's been interesting when the storm at the last over the last I don't know four four or five years since I started going, 
There's been a lot more public adjusters on the scene and a lot more attorneys on the scene, especially this time around, man. There's been, uh, I feel like attorneys are really getting more involved at this point with the whole claims process, which I think is good. It's going to help those people, you know, the people who kind of need, need it, you know, um, get, you know, compensated correctly so they can get their house fixed basically. Right. I mean, it's all we're really talking about just fixing the house the right way, you know? So, uh, so yeah, I, I've been pleasantly surprised to see more attorneys kind of getting oh, involved and, and getting more PAs involved. And, you know, I think, um, it's all really good for the industry. So Jack, um, let's, uh, I'm going to kind of wrap it. And I wanted to, I didn't realize that you are like actively recruiting people who might be interested in entering. <laughs> the industry. Please your so, God, send me a resume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have work I mean, from literally we have work in 34, 31, 34 states right now. We're Carolinas, Florida, Texas, Colorado, Illinois. I'm in I'm in Denver all the time, Arizona. I'm in California this week. So um, we are everywhere and we need help everywhere. I mean, I got a claim today in Connecticut, for God's sake. So okay. yeah. Yeah, help us help you, man. Whatever we need to do, bro. Yeah, we um how would I mean can so my I feel like you people can just call you straight to your phone, text you and be like, Hey, I've got a claim or hey, I've got someone who wants to get in. Is it like that? Are you that are you that like in the involved with this business? You're like that personalized. Yeah, I uh, awesome, man. I'm I'm probably I mean, I'm in the office by six fifteen, six twenty every day. Uh, my phone's going to about eight o'clock at night. Um hmm. it's difficult on uh you know, during dinner with my girlfriend and my kids, but you know, we do the best we can to manage it. Um, I, you know, I just, I'm very passionate about what we do and about this business and making it better for all of us. Um, the money's, I mean, the money's the easy part. The money's going to come. You work hard, do the right thing, surround yourself with great people. The money's going to come. So, um, it's just, it's just kind of raising, what's that saying? Raising, uh, rising seas raises all boats. That's kind of what we're trying to do, man. So, yeah. Okay. And so how would they get a hold of you? Just text you, call you, email you yeah. um, type thing. Dude, my cell number is 480-766-6565. Uh, you can email me, jack at skiptoninc.com. Um, I pride myself on on getting these calls done and quickly and returning people's calls and text right away. It's it's a big it's a big thing of what I do is, is respond properly and efficiently. That it makes a big difference for people. So absolutely it's huge. Um and so we yeah. uh um and we'll put that in the descriptions once we kind of get this right edited and posted posted and whatnot. And um, yeah, and we'll chat one of these days because we um, we're yeah, working on some more stuff. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like working on a, on a weekly um, show that is a little more um, not even the podcast. It's just like a full on weekly show. And, you know, oh, we're, cool. we're looking for people who sort of align with our um, to have more featured guests on. And I, I'm, I have a, a co-host in mind and that it would be really amazing for it. So we're still kind of like working. Oh, awesome. out. Yeah. Yeah. We're still working that out. So yeah, we could be in touch here soon. Um, That'd be great. I, yeah. I, I mean, and the more stuff we have out in the public for all of us, we're all doing these podcasts and videos, the more stuff out there, the better. Cause it's going to, once again, we just want to raise a little bit, man. That's a, a few billion, just that much. So well, you know, I, I, heard I appreciate what you guys are doing too. Thanks, man. I, and I heard someone today talk about how the roofing industry is known as being sort of like shady and seedy and stuff. And it was so interesting because like, I don't see the roofing industry. I mean, I'm in it. So like it's, it, to me, yeah. it seems like not like that at all, you know? And I kind of feel like we should just stop talking about it that way. Like the roofing industry is not the shady, seedy thing. No. It's, you know, it's actually a really cool business. I mean, there's, there's shitty roofers, there's shitty PAs, there's shitty doctors, there's shitty um, everything. So what happens is that that 5% of the crap is the one everybody talks about, right? They don't talk about the 95% of us that are doing it right, getting our bills paid, working hard, paying our taxes, doing the right thing. It's that 5% that you look on the internet and, you know, all you hear about on TV is those, you know, Joe Bull roofer took Mrs. Smith's $8,000 check and ran away. Well, 
it happens, right? I, it, it, it's, it happens. But 90, yeah. the guys I know and the guys I work with, the guys you mentioned beginning of the podcast, mm-hmm. the Paul Reeds and, and the Jonathan Sherwoods and these the Sam Struthers, and these are the guys doing it 1,000% right, and it's trickling down. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've never had a problem with any of these guys. So even the smaller guys are doing it right, and they're paying their bills, doing the right thing. There's very few that are, aren't. And those guys, you know, they, they come and go, man, like anything. So yeah. the cream rises to the top. It's, it's part of it, right? The shitty PAs are out of business. Yeah, it's, it's, it happens. So yeah, Absolutely. Cool, right. Jack. Well, uh, well, thank you again. And uh, yeah, we'll be in touch. And uh, have a good cool. rest of the day. Thank you again for coming on the show. And yeah, we'll, we'll right, talk to you soon. All right. I appreciate it, man. Have a great right, afternoon. You got it. All right. You too. See you. Thanks, bro. That's our show today, guys. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Thank you for tuning in. Please like, subscribe, share, review, all that good stuff. We look forward to seeing you in the next one and can't wait to introduce my next guest.